Hi, Joe. Hello, are you all right? Yeah, you? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, Excellent. How's it's everybody else doing? Ah, we're all right. Well, I am anyway. <laughs> yeah, Why are you looking a bit cheeky, Joe? You've got a little cheeky smile, smile on your face. No, I, I'll be really honest with you. It's just really yeah. nice to see everybody. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm genuine. This is genuine. I've, um... We know it is, Joe. Anyone else would think they were checking the thing. <laughs> Uh, I've been I'm, out with Paddy for five weeks, though. Yeah, and my sister, yeah. <laughs> um, mm, but that, that you know, one in particular, a bit tricky, isn't it? It's been all right. It's been all right, honestly. It's been fine. Um, it's been nice. Yeah, that's the thing. Everyone's been uh, everyone's been really nice, which is really unusual. Because usually we just go at each other. The most logical thing to do. <laughs> Especially when, you know, my sister doesn't have a sense of humour, so um, it's <laughs> easy to just throw a line out and immediately get some kind of hook on yeah. the bit. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, but no, it's just nice to see everybody. I mean, it's it, uh, re, re, the cricket club are my only real friends. That's, that's genuine. I don't, you know, I don't have anybody from school or university or Joe, anything. Joe, you can ring me anytime you like. Oh no! I'm well, just gonna, I'm, no, I know, but I'm, but I, I, I've seen you from a distance. Well, we, <laughs> we can do this one so you can get more people in it. Uh, you can ring me as well, Joe. Oh well, that's really nice. I didn't want to bother people because it's so you know because they're inside, aren't they? But I mean, I'm all right, but it's just weird. It's just weird not seeing everybody. Good. This is a weird conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. I mean, it might be slightly different for you, Dooch, because you've got Blaise next to you, haven't you? Yeah, I see Blaise quite a bit, yeah. So Most days. Yeah, I saw Chaz running this morning. Um, you were running or he was running? I was running and he was running. Oh, um, okay. Maybe 30 or 40 metres ahead of me. Um, and I can't tell you how pleased I was just to see him in the flesh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just making sure I knew what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, as opposed to discussing the seat. Ow. Sorry. Yeah. As opposed to discussing. I'm just having to let the cat in the other room. Um, <laughs> cat me, are we? Yeah. <laughs> but me. Oh, dear. Um, Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of uh, the Housecast podcast. We haven't been around for a while, but there's been some things going on, as you can uh, probably tell by your own day to day lives. So this is probably going to be uh, the isolation special. You can tell that we're not in the West End room. The audio quality is probably a bit better as well. Um, with me, I've got the usuals, Jez and Joe Martin. Um, we've also got Joe Benedicci with us today. Joe's probably going to be um, helping us out quite a bit. So um, hello, everyone. Hello, Adam. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Can I just point out, I, I think this, it's fair to say this is probably a trial job be if you get through this then we might be uh, <laughs> on. I don't know what you think 
Okay, yeah, it's very it's very hard for me to say. I mean, I guess it could be a trial, but I mean, I'm I'm going to vote for him anyway. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. like the episode goes, eh? Right, let's get going. So, um, it's officially been 231 days since there's been a a bold bold in Lancashire League, and we're not going to be seeing it for a little bit longer. Uh, so, we thought we'd uh, get this fired up. Hopefully, get it once a week. And now we're we're actually using Zoom. I'm I'm sure a lot of people have been using that. Um, over the last couple of weeks, we can get more and more guests in if uh, people like Stan knows how to turn his computer on, for example. I'd like to give a shout out to our new sponsor. Yeah, the podcast has a sponsor. Uh, Johnny Russell from Milltown Pies and the Art Caterers. He has <coughs> helped us with the running costs of the podcast. Um, so if you haven't tried his pies, you need to. Um, and the link to his website will be in the description of the podcast as well. And um, just on behalf of of the other three and myself. Um, this episode is dedicated to Ray Marquis, who unfortunately passed away this week. Um, our thoughts are with the Marquis family, and we just thought we'd like to dedicate this to him. Okay, let's crack on. So, um, Jez, what have you been up to since we've been in isolation? Well, obviously stopping in my house quite a lot. Um, just like everyone else, really, lots of jobs. Um, what do you drink, Jez, at home, predominantly? Um, Don't say water. Alcohol-wise? Yeah. I like a, a nice glass of Badger Real Ale. Mm -hmm. They sell it at Asda. I'm, I'm all Badger are listening and they send me a free, free crate. <laughs> um, yeah, I like those. I did go through a stage of probably having one or two too many, but I, you get bored of it. And it's, you know, I, I like my own company, but there's only, you know, so much. I've got a, little, a nice little drop of Guinness going on at the moment just to get my iron levels up. Um, medicinal yeah medicinal yeah yeah the doctor said I needs a bit more iron but other than that I hosted a bingo last night on this front street to the hall of the street I got uh, conned into a little bit but that went all right I didn't know my audience so I had to be very careful with uh, with different comments and you know it's all right all the ones legs 11 when it comes to 69 it were a little bit different weren't a great yeah play it straight yeah just straight back Obviously, I haven't been to your house for a bit. And someone at your kitchen? <laughs> yeah, uh, we've had robbers in one night, the Nick Talk unit. It's, it's, it's bizarre, isn't it? That? We started doing it all, all planned. I think the plasterer, electrician and plumber were coming in the week after the lockdown. So I ripped everything off the wall, all plaster fell off, and then they couldn't come in. Nightmare. But oven works, fridge works, sink works, we're fine. Okay. Joe Benedict, what have you been up to? Oh, jobs. My missus is working me like a dog. I've had all sorts to do. <laughs> back garden. I've been doing a lot of work in back garden. I'm terrible at DIY, but I've got marginally better over the last few weeks just through practice. Um, I've also been uh, caring for my elderly neighbours, uh, Chris Blazard. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure he's, uh, he's okay because obviously, you know, he's infirm. So, occasionally nipped at shop for him. Um, Get his all in. Really. Bit of walking, that's it, really. Excellent. Nice to see your face, Joe. Joe Martin. Hello. Did you have a haircut before isolation? Uh, no. No. Um, uh, no, uh, I, would have, I would have estimated I had a haircut maybe um, six to eight weeks before the isolation. Right. Okay. Um, I've got a full sort of headset on at the minute. 
I'm going to say you look a bit Chris Kamara-ish. Yeah, that's the that's the look I was going for. Um, as through periods of this podcast, I won't know what's going on. <laughs> um, uh, but no, it's uh, it's pushing my hair down significantly. I would say this um, yeah. the band across the top, uh, but at the back, um, it's touching the settee. It's 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 big. I'm not going to lie to you. I look a bit like Neil Diamond from the eighties. What have you been up yeah. to, Joe? I'm uh, well. At the minute, I've been I've been writing a um, like a, a pe- uh, like a scientific paper for a for all the research we've done. So that's been boring. Um, I've uh, been running every day, nice. and uh, um, and we've been doing like nightly fitness classes uh, within the household. Graham getting involved? Yeah, so my dad plans a session, Alex plans a session, Paddy plans one of the sessions. On a Friday we do something a bit different, so we've done jazzercise, (laughs) Um, we did line dancing and we've done salsa fitness as well. (laughs) Wow. Um, I have asked for some footage in these classes but it hasn't been forthcoming, can you sort that out? Uh, yeah, I, I can. For the line dancing, I dressed up as a cowboy, um, as as is commonly known throughout the club. I, I was a avid um, fantasist. Did yeah. So uh, I dressed in my full cowboy outfit, best that I had. Um, Surely somebody has taken a photo of that. Surely. There is a, there is a photo of that. Yeah. Right. Can um, we have that so we can accompany that with the social media release of this podcast, please? That could be the thumbnail of this podcast. Um. <laughs> yeah. I just asked yeah, Barry. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, okay. No. That can be delivered. Um. I'm not sure people will appreciate the leather chaps. Um. <laughs> um. I didn't have them. I had a very strong genome. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's that. Cool. So, what are people's thoughts of a possible summer without some sort of cricket? How are you going to cope? Um, Buttered. It feels like three winters in a row for me. Obviously, I've got a, a baby coming in 10 weeks, so that's probably going to take my mind off it. But, yeah, it's uh, not a, a good thought, is it? You can only watch so many reruns. Yeah. Yeah, I to be honest, if it just, you know, yeah, great, going watch Lancashire, great watching interna- international, but it would just be good to be in the fresh air watching something that is meaningful, you know, rather than just walking around in a big yeah. piece of water with a dog. Yeah. Can you see it, Jez, or not? Can you, can you see it happening or not? No, I can't. No, I can't. To be fair, if, you know, if they say that, you know, it, it is too much of a risk, why risk it? You know, yeah, you've got to trust it. Wait till next April, but no, I can't. To be fair, well, we'll have to do more and more of these to try and uh, cure the. Yeah, right. Okay. So, Jez, you had a little bit of a story for us, didn't you? Or uh, something that popped into your brain that you wanted maybe us to ask you a few questions about? Yeah, it was. I, I don't know where the original tweet came from. Uh, but I saw that Steve Hitgrave mentioned something about Chris Scott in a game, Lorraine versus Cole. I can't remember it. I don't know if I was playing. Um, where one of their players got angry at Chris Scott because he'd fiddled someone out. And I just thought, it's not, not that funny, that really. But let's have a think of what funny moments that we've had. And I was going to reply the following morning, but then I couldn't be bothered about it. But it kept making me giggle. And it was, it, 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 
it's, it's about uh, when Roger Harper prod at Bakel and we played against him on umpteen you know, occasions because he was there for, for so long. Um, and the, you know, the various stories that were coming to mind around that were just fascinating. So I, I just you know, did quite a bit of research around Harper. Um, he prod there from 89 to 96, obviously a fantastic, you know, probably one of the best or the best at getting results and getting trophies for a club that the league has ever had, I would say. If anyone disagrees or can think of another, but so describe him a bit as a player, Jez, because we obviously we never we were all too young to to see him. So give us your take well, on him as a player. Well, you only remember him as his pomp. You look at the the stats, and he, you know, early on he didn't do as well. Baker obviously spent a lot of money on him, um, and then he just progressed into the league, and it was almost five players in one. You know, he's bowling; he could bowl sides out. Uh, for fun, but he would just change all of a sudden. Left arm, sp- uh, sorry, right arm spinner, um, six foot four, six foot five, came down from a real height. But then he'd have a daft ball where he'd bowl it really wide and and over top of the you know umpire's head, and it was flat. And and they just developed it back up into a team that they were by no means the best amateurs. They had some great amateurs, but they were unbeatable in mean, the way they played. And when I say five players, I obviously mean his batting, which was exceptional. You know, he, you know, he could get 200 in an in, innings, in, you know, the way he watched him bat sometimes. And other games, because Baycups wasn't a great track then either, it still wasn't, you know, a, a good wicket. So sometimes chasing 120 was a real uphill task and he will have got 62 not out in 50 overs and won a game for him. Yeah. So his fielding, it was like having, you know, if he was fielding any close to the wicket, like having three fielders around you, you know, it was that good. His bowling, he hardly needed a mid-off and a mid-on. You know, it was that good. And he also, I knew every trick in the book around the leagues, and so did that team for getting into the umpire's ears, getting into, the, I'm no doubt, and I might get told off for this, the league committee's ears. And, the, you know, they had it all sewn up. There was no two ways about it. And they had Chappie, who was a wicket-keeper, can you remember him at all, Joe? Uh, I, yeah. I, I played against... Sorry, we're going to have to have a differentiator, aren't we? Uh, for the Joes. But I, <laughs> I played against him loads of times. What a character. What a very, very, very good wicketkeeper as well. Yeah, it was. And it, it wasn't, you know, conventional. Like, you can be duped from now on, Joe. And you can be okay. It wasn't like, you know, our Joe Martin or, you know, you think of Andy McLeod's or other wicketkeepers. He was six foot one, six foot two. Didn't look like he could catch anything. And when the ball was not important, you know, he'd stop it with his pads. He'd stop it with his knee. But when Harper threw one down leg side, was an intentional wide to get a professional out. He caught everyone and stumped them. It was, you know, it was, and so they just had that aura about him, did the Baycup side at that time, that they, you know, they had everything. But we was had, David Ormrod playing for him at that that time, Jess. Towards the end, he didn't. He, he didn't play up in the early ones, '89 and onwards. But later on, he did. So once you got Harper yeah. and, and David Ormrod bowling, you know they would regularly 23 or 25 overs each. Mm. And games, no one, including Baker, you know there was. It wasn't a 250 v a 260 uh, season for him. But they were really good memories. Really good. Uh, really good fun about them. Um, it was. It was good. So, so how did we do as a team against against Roger Harper? Then go on, get get on to how we combated his uh, his bowling style. Well, he turned, his first season was eighty nine, 
Um, and we beat them both, both games that year, home and away. We had a pro called Mansoor Ilahi, a Pakistan great cricketer. He could swing it around corners. Really good. Couldn't speak a word of English, but was really good fun. A top-class cricketer, that lad. Um, nothing drastic about those two games. We beat them twice. We had Hartley Elaine uh, as, pro, as sub-pro for us on the second game. Um, then in 90, we had Delroy Morgan, a little West Indian, opening bat. Um, really good opening batter, but Brian Holmes ruined him through Guinness. Um, <laughs> Mine is every Thursday. We're about the same size as you, Joanne. <laughs> really lovely lad, but we got it. Holmes kept taking him to the minors. Gary Morris made his debut in 90 against Baco. Um, we had them 56, sorry, we got them 56 all out that second season. We beat them then, and then the fourth game uh, of Harper's reign, we, it was abandoned. And then he got to Reprovarka the year after, and we started developing a bit of a side where we were trying to get a team together and, you know, plan our cricket. And we did all right, you know, that, um, that season against them, but they beat us both games. And you could see Harper then was starting to come into his own, 20 overs, 45 for seven. You know, 13.4 overs, 20 for six, real low scoring games, but he was, um, he was, you know, getting the better of us. 92, 93, we won one game in those two seasons. And then we had Craig, Craig Light as our pro in 94. Um, Stan was, was, you know, was really our main experienced batter. And I think it's around that time Stan developed a, a strategy of how he was going to play Harper for the rest of his career. Um, and it didn't include using his bat. <laughs> um, and like I said, in that 94 season, we would just completely try and keep Harper out and then get runs from the other end. But then when Omrod started to play as well, and Harper can get most of his scores anyway, it was a little bit flawed, I thought, with that, uh, that theory. Um, but then, you know, it, it, it went on and we lost the last, um, we were lost the two games in 95 and 96. We won, we won the very last game that Harper played against, um, against us. And it was interesting that Paul Stanley got Harper out in both games in 96. Um, he had, I do remember that. He had a little bit. Stanley got the yips from time to time when he was bowling, but he always used to bowl well against Harper. So it was... Uh, yeah, they were all real memorable, memorable, um, memorable games. It sounds like, from what you said there, it sounds like we did have a little bit of success against them. From from what you you started off saying how dominant they were, we did we did we did beat them quite a few times there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when you look when they were really in the pomp, say ninety one, and then they continued after ninety six. Did they get young as pro and they got a, a couple? Yeah, of no, yeah. Them Dale, didn't they? And Dale, so they were still winning. So, out of those, you know, we'd. Out of the, I think we've won three, one's been abandoned and we've lost the other probably 10, something like that. Okay, not a great record then. No, it wasn't, but it, it just was, they were, they were good memories and you know, I think back as to how we played and that's where, you know, the couple of great stories came from with, you know, Stan had this theory and it was at the time where Stan was at his fiercest with his banter. And um, and some of the younger ones were coming to the fore with getting a little bit back. Gary Morris was captain through 
quite through about three seasons of that period. And Gary, you know, fantastic captain. He was probably, you know, up there with the best I've played with. And he would really think about games. He would really try and work things out. Um, but him and Stan probably didn't see eye to eye, see eye, to eye with the, the plan against Harper. Uh, the one particular game, I'll have to speak to Paul Stanius to find out exactly which one it was. I think there's one where Stan's, I think he's got 40, and then and we're all out for something like 120. And I remember him batting all the way through almost. I think we were down to bat with number 10 or number 11. And um, Paul Stanley's got out to bat. And no, sorry, I don't know if it was Paul Stanley. One of the 10 or 11 have gone out to bat. And Stan has said to him, what, What's Gary saying about me? And this uh, number 10 or 11 that's gone out, he says he thinks you're a, a, a swear word. Because <laughs> 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 it really did, uh, you know, did tickle us all. But finally, I'll get to the story of when. Of, of how it, it really came to to the fore of um, of the comedy element of it. We played at home, so it was either uh, 96 or 95. 95, Stan got 41 men out, and I think it's that game where he's battered all the way through. Um, but it's one of those seasons, and we're all getting ready to go into the dressing room, um, you know, meeting up the hour before or whatever. Uh, Stan turns up probably half an hour before, and Paul Stanley's not there. Um, and he's always punctual with Stanley, he'd always be there on time, so he was clearly up to something. Everyone's in the dressing room, sat in the seats, and we probably got flags as pro that year. He was a real Australian character, he'd always sit there giggling, and really, he'd got hair like Joe M. Um, Pretty cool, that. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, 20 minutes before start again, Paul Stansfield kicks open the, uh, the dressing room door, walks in with his, uh, his grey nickels bag over his left shoulder, his bat under his right arm, and he's got a tin of paint, white emulsion in his right hand, and a paintbrush in his left hand. And we start looking, and I'm thinking, what on earth's going on here? I take it quite seriously, the warm-up. And um, I think it was Flegs who said, Stanley, what are you doing with that? He said, well, I'm going to paint all these walls when Stan walks out to bat against Harper and then watch it dry. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine the dressing room just erupted. Stan wasn't too <laughs> And I do think you back there and ended up 41 and out. But it was, Adam, it was great fun doing the research around that and, you know, just looking at all those games and things do come back to you. It was, and like I said, I've loads of questions to ask other people, Blaise and you know, and a few other people. I remember uh, your uncle playing against Arthur. <laughs> I know, I'm going to bring it. <laughs> and he, uh, you know, Shez will, he will have, 18th of June, 1994, Shez played against uh, Roger Arthur. Three overs, 25 for none, and he bowled with no socks on. <laughs> <laughs> why? I don't know, I, I just forgot him or whatever. I said, Shez, why have you no socks on? But, uh, but no, no, I can feel my boots better. <laughs> And that was your uncle's last game for the team. Oh, really? Um, I can always remember him. I can remember watching him playing in the in the second. I was a bit young in the when he in the played some games in the first. Yeah. Stan tells a brilliant story about um, when Shez played against um, uh, Roger Harper, and I let Stan I let Stan tell it. Um, and as we always say, we'll have to get Shez on at some point because uh, the uh, but yeah. 
Um, yeah, he always he always said he uh, he bowled Roger Harper back into uh, testing. Shes. <laughs> right, that nineteen ninety four. I'm just looking at this research. We played them twice. Craig Light was our pro. The first game, eighteenth of June, Shes's last um, first team game. Vapor beat us by one hundred ninety five runs. The second game, the second of July, they could beat us by ten wickets. <laughs> Roger Hart, total bowling figures, 37, 37 overs, 48 for eight. Wow. Those two games. There you go. As you can so, see, dominated. Um, as always, if you, uh, if you have any memories of those seasons or if you was at the game and something else uh, happened or you, you recall it a little differently to Jez, feel free to uh, send us a little bit of a tweet and uh, I'm sure that'll spark a discussion on, uh, on Twitter. Yeah, if, Adam, if people might remember if they want to ask any questions about it, was that against, uh, sorry, against Harper in 91, 14th of July 1991, where um, Manoj Prabhakar, our, our professional, uh, was caught gouging the ball, and yeah. their manager, yeah, Alec Homer, brought it into the dressing room. I was captain, and said, "They beat us. They stuffed us." And they threw the ball to me and said, "Jez, what do you think of that?" And it, I've never said I don't like it. it, you know. And I'd be bowling at the other end with it. So, but and um, they beat us, and but you didn't have to do a press conference and Crowley bomber tapping on your shoulder, did you? <laughs> oh no, but the Daily Mail contacted me. It got into the Daily Mail, did that? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And what, and what, what, how did you respond to that? What, what did they ask you? It was shot, really. Can you remember Alec? Yeah, I remember Alec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big beard. Yeah, yeah. He was Bacup's manager. So he'd come into the foyer at our dressing room. Uh, Jess, can I have a word? And it's normally Joe Topine or whatever. Yeah, yeah, what's up, Alec? Can I'm fed up? We've got beat again. You know, face like a slapped arse. So what do you think of that? And I looked and I said, no. And I said something like, I was really arty with him, which I apologised afterwards. I said something like, well, you know, I've been bowling with him. I didn't see it then. I don't know what, what you're trying to get at. And look at it. It's all scuffed. I saw short umpires then. So he did. He went down and saw the umpires. And uh, I don't know if we got, I think we got fine. I can't remember what happened. But I remember I was working the week after Daily Mail rang me. <laughs> what do you want? Can you tell us anything about this? And I quickly got onto Renner's for, for some help, and he helped me out with some sort of quote for the Daily Mail. Gordon! Gordon! Send more house to save the house! really good at picking out the games we did really well in and the seasons we did really well in and the ones that we had great professionals um but i can remember i think i would have been 15 um the 2002 season were quite eventful um quite a few different things happened what can you remember of it joe um so i was um Eight, so not a lot. Nine, probably maybe. Gym, I, can yeah. I can remember three different things from that um, from that year. Uh, the first one is I once bought the pro, Shat Rudolph, a bottle of Coke, 
he asked me to buy a of Coca-Cola <laughs> and take it to him on the edge of the boundary, which I did. On um, I also walked with him. He once hit a massive six over the over the score box, and it landed in, uh, it smashed a car window. Right. Of a, I think it was a, like a BMW soft top from memory. Um, and it smashed the it smashed the window. I remember walking with him to have a look at uh, to have a look at it. Um, and the second, uh, the sorry, the third and final thing was I can remember Stan scoring. Um, either made a comeback or something like that. He were helping the seconds out, but he ended up scoring a couple of tons, I think, in the in the second or at least one century, I think. Right. I don't know if that. I don't know if that's that might be a different year. I think. Um, no, you're right. I'm at, you're right. right. You do yeah. that in 2002. Yeah, you're right. So Joe, Joe Benedicte. What's uh, obviously you and Jez were a lot older than us. No offence. Right. Well, 2002 was like one of my early early seasons in the side. Um, so I I just thought this, this was this was normal. Really, this how this season played out. Um, <laughs> there were quite a few odd things that happened, which thankfully. I haven't really been repeated in uh, in later years, but um, we, we weren't very good. Uh, the stats show that we finished second from bottom. Um, but we actually we actually won seven games and won with one tie. And the team who finished fifth, Nelson, they only won nine games. So we actually, despite finishing second from bottom, we actually only lost one more game than the team who finished fifth, which uh, I thought was a bit a bit odd. Um, but. That comes down to the fact that the games that we lost, we didn't get any bonus points because we got absolutely walloped more often than not. The games that we lost were, we did get some right towelings. Um, obviously, Jez has talked about Bay Cup a little bit previously there. We played Bay Cup twice in 2002. Um, we lost at home in 19 overs. We got 95 and they knocked them off in 19 overs. <laughs> and in the away game, we lost in 7.5 overs. We made 50, 51. <laughs> <laughs> in a rain effect it was rain affected but we were 51 for 6 after 30 overs and they knocked them off in 7.5 overs I wasn't going to defend Which, them, well, I was going to say that it weren't 51 all night it was 51 for 6 yeah I can only presume well I hope I hope it started raining halfway through our innings I hope it wasn't the 30 over game at the start of the game uh, because that would have been uh, that would have been particularly bad Um. A couple of other standouts from, from me from 2002. Obviously, 2002 was, was the, the Cup semi-final against Church, which anybody who was watching or connected with the club uh, in 2002 will remember. It was particularly painful because, again, we got absolutely walloped. Um, I can't remember the exact scores. To be honest, I've burned it from my memory. They got, they got 340, I think, batting first. Um, we had... You know, we, a bit of a ragtag side out. Nick had got injured the day before, um, so he wasn't playing. And we, we stumbled to about 160, 170, thanks to Gav's 60-odd to give us a bit of respectability. But in all honesty, we were never, ever in, in the contest. Uh, it was That was particularly painful. Um, Tony Woodward's finest hour came in 2002. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Tony didn't play a hell of a lot of first-team cricket for us. Um, he'll be the first to admit, he, you know, it wasn't his strongest sport, but what a what a fun block to play with and great uh, encourager and 
um, obviously played football at a very high level and that, that was clear to see that he played sport at a high level because of the way he approached stuff. Cricket wasn't his, uh, his strongest sport, but he did manage a stumping of a professional against Tom Madden, Clinton Peak, uh, yeah. which he uh, still regales that tale to this day. Yeah. Jess, I don't know if you remember. It you were bowling, uh, just me. Um, that's <laughs> why I mentioned it. I, I, <laughs> Jez, do you remember um, Stan and Jack opening the batting against Haslingdon and they had, a, they had the pitch announcer announcing the, the players as they were coming onto the pitch and Stan couldn't find his gloves. Yeah. So, so Jack had got most of the way out to the middle on his own and the announcer had announced Jack Rudolph. I think and then there was a long, 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 long pause. He's finally joined by Stan Heaton. <laughs> <laughs> what a clown. I, I think that was, what was it? Yeah, yeah, it would have been, yeah. Yeah, it would have been. And it was a very good well, announcer. It was really good. You know, really took pride in, in announcing it. And it was just, just that funny. And Stan's, Stan's famous, famous saying, because he was always, you know, last in the dressing room, always... Messing about, playing pranks, playing pranks. We're batting stand. Yeah, I know. Yeah, umps on the way. Yeah, I know. But you haven't got a wall. Yeah, you stood there in your jock strap. Yeah, I know. I said, well, stand. Come on, you're gonna have to get me get a move on. They, they won't start without me. Always, oh, <laughs> they won't start. Well, they really did that day. <laughs> oh dear. Um, what what do you, what do you remember about the cup semi, Jez? Are absolutely gutted. I think that's probably the most disappointed I've ever been because I was convinced we were going to win. Yeah. Just this gut feeling, as Joe's, you know, the point Joe's making there, yeah, there was a few players either finding the way in the Lancashire League, you know, include Dooch and, and Muss and others. There was other players who were finding out whether they were good enough or whether they're ever going to be good enough. You know, and that's with all respect. We were going through a transition period. So when Jack's got big runs or was really up for it, and I'm not criticising saying he's not up for it, but when when the, the feeling was right, when it was sunny, when it was a decent track, you know, when Blaise was on form, I felt we could beat anyone. You know, I, I did think, you know, I was bowling all right at the time. Um, you know, like I said, there was, you know, other players were, were, were bowling well. Johnny Muscle were bowling quick then and, you know, me and him were opening and when we got it going, it, it was going well, and I just fancied us for winning that for some reason. Um, one of my memories of turning up on that day weren't they like the world's shortest boundary? Yes, it, it was a very short boundary. I, I don't doubt that that was on purpose because their their pros are left-hander, um, yes. so we would we would have always been up against it. We as a club, we you know we we never had any left-handers. Obviously, yes. we did that day, but. Um, I have no doubt they did that on purpose. Um, but anyway, fair play to them. What, what I, I know you've been looking at some games from that year, Jez, and you were saying, you know, we had a, uh, you were saying about the side, but what stuck out for me when I've been looking back at the cards from that game was, you were right about you and Johnny opening the bowling, but after that, <laughs> Matt bowled. He didn't yeah. always bring himself on straight away. Um, but after that, it was Blez or me, <laughs> bit part, at absolute best. So we had and Jack obviously, you know, had his own tribulations with the ball. Um, so quite often we had three bowlers. Yeah, it's true. Johnny, Jez, and Matt. Yeah, 
that were at Dooch, and I remember Matt were captain that year, and we all do it, we, you know, we all do it, you do get affected by the captain, sir, and if you're in any doubt, you underplay yourself. The batter yeah. the bowler, and Matt that year didn't trust himself, or didn't, you know, he, he had a lot on his plate with dealing with things, and when Jax came to the club, you know, it was a young lad, obviously going to be a star, um, but was very much sold to us as a good leg spinner, that will bowl, can bowl attacking leg spin or, or defensive leg spin. And with the runs that he was likely to get, you know, we thought, you know, happy days. You know, we beat East Lang's first game of the season quite easily. And East Lang's were a good side then, the day after. And I remember this, Rami away, who were a top side. You look at the players in their side, absolutely, really yeah, good Michael side. Clark as well. Yeah, the Michael Clark were there for all that day, yeah, yeah. What happened with um, his wicket? Uh, he got a duck, I got him out. <laughs> oh, um, but we got beat, just, you know, I, I remember it. It was rain affected, and we lost by 16 runs, but it wasn't it wasn't that far away. We really were unlucky in that game. And then all of a sudden, I mean, it's, I thought we had a really good start, but then third game of the season, we were lost by nine wickets with 30 overs to go against Hazard. And that was just how the season went from there. Mm. Yeah, the, the we did get, get a couple of wallopings. Yeah, the next game we lost by 100 runs at Nelson away. Then we lost by 10 wickets against Bakup at home. Then it's abandoned. And then we beat Aki. And, and it, you know, it goes on and it goes on. But just going back to your original question, Joe, because we can go through that season more and more. But, you know, a big blow for that semi-final for, you know, for those who, who can remember. The day before we played Church um, and we got beat by seven wickets. Um, can you remember that game, Joe? Can you? I, I can. I, well, I, I can only really remember the start of the innings. I can't really remember much about the game or how it, how it panned out. Obviously, I've looked back at it since, but obviously, the start of our innings does stick in my mind because something quite memorable did happen. And I don't know if uh, if now's a good time to uh, yeah, I think call uh, upon our. We can get our guest in. It's a football yeah. as professional, isn't it? I think. He is, yeah, and scorer. Yeah, yeah. And scorer. Yeah. He's done a lot as uh, our guest. He did score for us uh, in 1980. He prowled for us in 2005 at the back end of the season as a bit of a, a bit of a favour for us. Yeah. Um, is, he, is he here? Uh, not yet. He's probably finishing his bottle of Wicked off. That's probably why he's not playing <laughs> just yet. Here he is. Here he is. Hello. Hello. Well, we have join us, Mr. Nicholas Hall. How are you, Nick? Very well, thank you. How are you, Joe? Yeah, good, thank you. Oh, We've just been talking... Uh, lockdown crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, isn't it? We've, we've just been talking about 2002. Yeah. We did a little bit about the Cup semi-final, which unfortunately you didn't play in. You couldn't play in a Cup semi-final because of oh. something that happened the day before. We also played church the day before. Yes. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about your memories from that game? <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember, it, I think the last three weekends have been called off because of rain. Correct. That's correct, yeah. And we, were, we were gasping to play, but the three weekends before that, me and Stan had opened and I'd watched from, he, he always took first knock because he wanted to, and I'd watched from the other end. It seemed like innings on end, padding ball back. So we, every week we'd be like four for none or six overs and he'd get 
a, a one off his pad on last uh, ball of every over. So on this particular day against Church, I said, right, on way out. I said, Stan, we should have a bit of a change. We need to just like, because one, nobody's watching. If they do come, they've all knobbed off after three overs. <laughs> so we, we need to just try and move things on a little bit. So do you not mind? And I'll take for snock uh, through this. So that obviously what happened after, it's quite uh, ironic, really. Um, so I said, I'll take for snock and let's just try and mix things up a little bit. Right. Also, reluctantly, he says, OK. So we go out. It's wet. I remember it being wet. Um, it must have rained for a month, I think. So I'm a tour bowl and I can't remember it where. Um, bowl, I'm take for snock. He bowls first one and I just gently guides it behind point for an easy two. So we ambles up and down for this two and stand sort of smiled and winked and gave me a thumbs up because we'd got more off that ball than we had off the previous three overs the, the last time we'd opened. He <laughs> <laughs> then bowled the next ball and he sort of bowled it into my legs and then just nudged it into mid-wicket and there's no mid-wicket. So we, I says one and he, he's, he's lent on his back, obviously, uh, as he is. And I shouts one straight away and eventually he starts moving. So highly tuned athletes who had obviously done a really good warm-up um, starts herring down the wicket and I must have been eight or nine yards down and my hamstring proper snapped. Um, I don't know whether you've ever done it, um, but it, it's, like, it's like you've been shot. It, it wasn't a pull, it went completely. But at this stage, Stan's coming close to me and he doesn't obviously know what to do, whether to stop and comfort me. Um, or <laughs> but... It's all a bit of a blur then, but I do remember Church, would, somebody ran from mid-on to mid-wicket, picked the ball, this is how, how slowly it all happened, and, and then he thought, it's pointless running me out because I'm out anyway, so I threw it to Stan's end, which I thought were a bit out of order and probably bad sportsmanship. Um, so Stan's only just got past where I am, probably confused whether to go back or to go to the wicketkeeper's end, and they run him out. I'm in a heap on floor, and Stan just looks bewildered. Um, I don't remember a rate lot of that back because it was it's, it's very it was really painful. What I do remember it, when he got back into the dressing room, saying that one of the most embarrassing moments of my cricketing career, and not only that, <laughs> off because <laughs> he had to help me off. <laughs> and the other time was. Jacques were number three and Blaise were number four and them two coming in together because <laughs> we were because <laughs> <laughs> we were two two effectively off two balls because <laughs> two, two, two for two off two balls two for two off two balls although you know I, I, it was officially two for one but there were no way out of going back and then as you say the day after was at the semi-final when that pro got about 400 um, and and I sat and watched with my leg up, all black down back of it, and that were it. Yeah, wow. I, do, I do remember. You know, it's, I don't know whether it's just Laura House or other other clubs, but we have that humour as as players. I remember that happening, and we just all disappeared because we were laughing. You know, you, my brother's <laughs> just starting on. <laughs> He's out probably for the rest of the season. He was black and blue for, for days and weeks, but it's just, it's just that type of humour. And they carry him in and, and, and Blaise and Jacks are walking out together, looking at each other. I'm just mm -hmm. looking at the Jacks were out for three. So, right. effectively, 
three wickets down for two runs, oh no, for five runs, it says. Yeah. You know, top three have gone. Yeah, but we had loads of overs in hand, though, didn't we, then? At yeah. least, if yeah. in hand, there'd have been eight overs gone. Yeah. When you've done it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. At least we had <laughs> wasted a load of balls. Yeah. Uh, but it so was... A, so Go on, Nicky. It's, it was, with hindsight, obviously, it's bloody hilarious, and you just couldn't write it, could you? I bet it's never happened before, has it? Anyway, no. any cricket, no. never. No. So, as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a cup booster before the cup semi-final the day after... We were 135 all out. Uh, yeah. Sorry, not all out. We were eight down. So we'd, we they didn't ball us out because right. even with your injury, would have only been nine. 135 yeah. for eight, and they yeah. knocked them off in 26 overs. Right. Okay. Three yeah, down. Right. Three down. Yeah, so we didn't get much of a confidence right. boost going into cup semi final. No. After. No. No. And then we got an even bigger tearing day after, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I remember that. I can't remember what Jack. I don't think Jack Rudolph thought it were funny. Everybody else did. Let's got a few runs in it. Yeah, he got forty-seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought he did. But uh, I was twenty odd. When Jack's come back in dressing room, and I was probably led there with a packet of frozen peas on back. Everybody else either pissing themselves or disappeared because they didn't want to piss themselves. And a South African international cricketer comes back in <laughs> and sees all this going on. It'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? I wonder if he remembers it. It'd be great to find out if he remembers that because, I mean, that's such a weird, yeah. you know, occurrence. I wonder if he remembers it. I want to tweet him now. Um, yeah. Corbus, who proed for us in 2014, he's good mates with... Jack Rudolph. Right. Um, so I, I, I wonder if I could... I, I'm, I still speak to Corbus quite a lot, so I wonder if I could try and get him in touch to get him on. Yeah. Send him a copy of Scorecard. Send him a copy of Scorecard and just yeah, see, well, see, if, see if Jack remembers this. Admittingly, Nick, I prefer... Uh, I, I'm much... I love having you on. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. But so just as an interesting... Uh, Similar standards of batters, but obviously, <laughs> and now we're right-handed. So yeah, that was the main. That was the main difference. What, what else? Um, what else can you remember from that year, Nicky? Because um, that was your last year, weren't it, for us? Was it? Yeah. Is that when I edged ball into my face as well? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That it was is, Matt's yeah. fault. That and all that because my eyes were obviously got 2012 and now 37 then. Uh, and my eyes were obviously going, and so Matt said, I think, go, why don't you bat at five or six or something? And at the first time I had an open innings for, you know, however long I'd played. So I said, oh, yeah, whatever. I'd lost, I'd lost a lot of interest then. That, that was pretty obvious, I think. Um, so I said, yeah, okay. So it goes in, and there's two spinners bowling. So I thought, well, I don't need to wear a helmet, because I've never not worn a helmet. And then I think I get a few runs, and then that... Uh, Great tall spinner. I remember that for Cone. What were he called? Roberts. Andy Roberts. Yeah, you know, the tall lad with blonde hair. Yeah. And he, and it, again, why? I tried, I never swept anybody ever. And I tried to sweep him and top edged it right into my eye. And that brought my eye socket. Um, yeah. So that was definitely time to call it a day. Yeah, I were actually batting me that day. Obviously, you won't remember because oh, yeah. you were probably concussed, but. Um, I thought I were a bit of a jinx because only a season or two earlier I'd been batting with Pete Gainer in seconds at Aslinden uh, and he oh, top edged one into his own moustache and, and his glasses come off and he were on all fours 
padding around the pitch trying to find his glasses whilst there were claret pouring from his mouth. So when that happened to you, and I was at the other end for both, I was yeah. starting to get a bit of a complex, actually. I thought, yeah. maybe, uh, oh, maybe it's me. That were a right shiner, weren't it? Can you remember that? It caught like I'd been in a boxing yeah. match. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you didn't you didn't play again after that, did you? Real obviously that no. one game when you when you come and yeah. help us out in two thousand and five. But yeah, I didn't realise that last year, but because I, I didn't realise the top edging were the same year as that. But that was definitely time to finish, weren't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, yeah. Yes, yes. Well, that's what you were talking about uh, that you did. You got twenty one that game, didn't you? Again, we were, we were calling away. Uh, sorry, calling at home. All right, okay, yeah. Just just to bring you up to speed, Nick, we've been talking about the 2002 season uh, yeah. and things that have happened. Um, and we talked about we either got absolutely battered or we won some great games that year because of our yeah. uh, ability. Yeah. Me and Muss were bowling really quite well that season, but we had no one else to really bowl. But you look at that side, I just. I've only just looked at this now, Dooch. That side that against Colin away, Rudolph opening, Heaton, Blazard, Nicol, Dave Wally, Matt Hall, Joe Benaduce, Frank, me, Mahmoud and Russell. It's not a bad side. No. It's not. No. You think of some of the other players that played in that season. You know, if mm. we'd have kept that side and Jackson it's, had it's, done... Then... Yeah, it's, it's not a bad side, but I think it highlights how weak you are if your pro doesn't bowl. Exactly. Yeah, I think if you if you don't have a pro that can that can chip in with ball, I think you're always going to struggle regardless of how good everybody else is because it's such a such an impact on the game. Yeah. And obviously, you know, Jack had his issues with the ball, and yeah. I think that's why we we finished up where we did. Where did we finish in league? Second bottom. Second, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't I, th I didn't think it was a clever. Yeah, and he what he probably got eleven hundred runs. Yeah. Yeah, so was that the year he got yeah. the five hundreds? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I've gone through it, the stuff that happened that year, and I'm sure it'll be the same if we go through each year that we've played, uh, the things that happen, you, you can't believe we're in the same season. It, what yeah. happened in two thousand and two, you could have four, four podcast episodes of what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's bizarre, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Are we carried on with the two thousand and two for a little bit or yeah, go on, Jess. You, you've obviously got pages and pages of notes, so fire away. I've been busy. Um, I, 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 I can't stop too long because I've got bingo tonight. Um, so I need to get I need to get everything ready for bingo because it's a jackpot. There's 30 quid rolling over from last week. So, but I'm all right for 10 minutes or so. You need to polish your dobber. Yeah, <laughs> to shake my balls up. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, we'll just quickly fly through. Mahmoud made his debut that year, the first game of the season. Morsin. Morsin, yeah, quick, quite quick, but quite short. Yeah. Yeah, so he, yeah, 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 he played. I do remember him now just, and we thought he was going to become, you know, a decent bowler that would bowl, but disappeared from it. Um, we've been I, think I, think were, I think you're intellectual, which is never a good uh, mix for a cricketer, is it? Because uh, they always go off to university yeah. and what have you. I think he wants no, to be a dentist. Certainly not a law age, it's not. No. <laughs> yeah. we, we, lost by, we lost by 10 wickets against Baker and, we, and they had 30 and a half overs to go. Um, and That was some, uh, some theatre. And again, Higgs. He got that 77 against us the day Nicky got injured uh, and, you know, battered us out of sight. Few we got beat by Church three times that year. They beat yeah. us three three times. 
yet. Yeah. And, you know, they weren't a fan. Higgs was a good player, but um, Tony Woodworth made his debut that year, um, 6th of June, that we mentioned. Um, Is that at Tomadon? Um, no, it was Rami at home who made his debut. All right, okay. We lost by three His finest hour was against Tom and Nicky. We, we just mentioned that before you came on. He was stumping their pro out. That was right, his, uh, okay. his finest, ever, finest ever hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's obviously the incident at Accrington where Jacks decides to tell us that he's not fit to bowl. And, yeah. Uh, at what time? What time did he tell us? Well, if we started at half one in those days, it was probably about 22 pigging minutes past. <laughs> Yeah. It didn't go well for him all that after that, did it, Yes. No, no, he didn't do too well, did it? No, no. Hey, you know, no I, meant when, I meant when you grabbed him by the throat and hung him off that coat hook. <laughs> well, maybe I should have done it in April. <laughs> yeah. Think of, yeah, think trying to get hold of him to come on, chaps, I probably won't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember that? And we tied it. Yeah, can yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember a chap called Brian Thresh? Anybody, you two old boys, you remember him from Irish League? Yeah, yeah. He was the umpire. He was the umpire that day. I'm sure he was. All right, okay. Um, and he yeah, gave, Thresher, right? We, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously Jack got 150, and we I can't remember exactly what I think in, in my mind we maybe got 250. Did we, Jess? 240 we've 240. got. All right, okay. And Jack got 150 of them. Right, blimey. Um, 24 extras. Yeah, <laughs> 24 extras. Well, Matt Stanny's, it's one of Matt Stanny's claims, claims to fame because he was in a 50-run partnership with Jack and didn't score a run. But yeah, I can't remember. Who would, would it have been... Who, who scored the runs for them, Jez? Have you got the card up? Would it have been... Yeah, um, yeah, Russell Waller. Yeah, Russell Waller. And then they were shared out a little bit. When you look at their side, you know, Russell's brother um, playing. Peter Sleep was amateur. They had Paul Adams, Nick, remember? The yeah. defender. Yeah, yeah. He proed for him. Didn't get many runs, but, you know, obviously a leg spin. Do you remember him walking outside, uh, outside dressing room? No. Do you remember that? Well, Stan Bollocking him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to practice or something. With it, with what was the rule? Was it was that within ten minutes of the game or something? Yeah, or half time. You're not allowed to practice at half time. Yeah. Oh, it must have been that then. And he's bowling these things over the back of his head in 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 in, in the interval and stand where and bollocked him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you can't you can't do that again. Welcome. He bowled me a double bouncer though, you know. <laughs> He did, and I thought, what? <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't eat it for laughing. <laughs> I think he got me out of ball after. But he's <laughs> almost a double bouncer. <laughs> Game, Jez, was it? I think it was LBW uh, for Johnny Russell off the last ball innings for the tie, was there? From memory. Yeah, wise. Yeah. yeah and that was that, them all out? Yeah, 240 all out. That's a brave decision, isn't it? Yeah. It was Dukes' mate umpiring, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he'd give it. He'd give it. I always remember it because yeah. I've never seen him umpire a league game before or since. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we go on and he, you know, it's quite 
significant things. Tony Woodward's last game was that year. Matt Stanley's last game that year. Um, you know, again, Stan, Jack, Stan Eaton's last game. Stan, Stan retired. That, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. Jack and Nicky as well. Yeah, yeah. Goes on and get those five hundreds, and then his LB the next game. I remember that it was a real dubious LB against Nelson. Uh, then we got beat by Baker again. Nicky, we mentioned this earlier, but Baker beat us by ten wickets at home, and then away they beat us by nine wickets in a reduced over game. They knocked our score off in seven overs. <laughs> <laughs> we were fifty-one for six off thirty overs, and they knocked them off in seven overs. Is uh, that the, was that the one when Stan batted at home and Stan batted all the way through for forty, something like that? No, that was a Harper season. That, that oh, was right, okay. that. Who was there for Bake Ups Pro then? Young. 2002, was it Sean Young? Yeah. 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 You were a good player, weren't you? Yeah. And then there were different pros that were playing for us at the end of the season. I've never, I can't remember playing, playing with Mahmoud Hamid and Claude Henderson played for us for, for a game. Stan's last game ever for Laura Ives, first team, 1st of September. Paul right. Stanley's last game ever, 7th of September. Blimey, yeah, so Dave Wally as well finished that year. Dave Wally, yeah. 8th, 8th of September, yeah. last game. Yeah. Is that the last game stuff after that? Say again. Is that how we started winning stuff a couple of years after that? Yeah, I see. It's, the club's never looked back, has it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just back to what you said, Joe, about ball. That's why I think Martin Van Yarsel were far superior pro than Jack. So another reason yeah. not to get Jack's on, probably. But... It, it, not only when he got in, he just never looked like again. He was the no. best batter I've ever seen. Yeah, he, yeah. He was so, when he got to 30, he always got 100, it seems. Mm. Um, yeah. And he never hit bowling air, did he? Ever. No. You know, and while uh, his, bowling were, his bowling were manufactured, weren't it? But he, he could uh, do a job. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And he bowled, he, we used to say, bowl it into his thigh pad. Because he used yeah. to be able to get, turn it and bounce because he was so tall and it, it kept it in the yeah. thigh pad. Yeah. And he did a job, didn't he? Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, far superior. Jack's probably a lot more talent. Um, yeah. But as, but as a club pro, you know, Martin Red and shoulders above him, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. Without, without a doubt, he was. Um, yeah. But, you know, great, great, a uh, great season to look back on. I feel yeah. Martin got eighty-four against us that year as well when he he was throwing at Enfield. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. uh, just around two thousand two off. Um, if you go on the brilliant Lancashire League website, our club averages aren't actually on mm. two thousand two, which is really weird. Every other club has got their first team averages on, but ours yeah. aren't. But our second um, and third but, team are. Well, I was just going to say our second and third team are. So I just had a quick look at those. Does anybody know who our third team leading run scorer was in two thousand and two? I haven't looked, but yeah. I have a guess. Is it Greg Brown? Jez, Jez, you want to have a yeah, Greg Brown. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Greg Brown got 257 runs in 10 innings for our third 11. Wow, bloody hell. Anybody, do you remember Greg Brown? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just turned up one night at practice today. <laughs> we thought, blimey, it's going to be a fast bowler. He was, and they were off his head, weren't he, on whatever we were yeah, on. Yeah, we're nuts. Yeah. Racket, I think he with this protection programme, you know. Yeah, weren't he not were called it? Greg Brown? I'm sure he wasn't called Greg Brown. So, no. uh, 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 no. I just have to cut that story short, maybe. <laughs> I think you were. <laughs> yeah, you were a character. 
think yeah. he wants through. I think he wants. He was playing for thirty. Might forget one. Stanny to tell this story. I don't. I don't really remember. It might be seconds, but he, he played. He played like a sweep to let go at bat, and it hit wicketkeeper <laughs> in face. Yeah, and then he was at Accrington, and then he put his toe over the line and went see. Um, Stan, I I can remember Stan telling me um, when he first came to the club, Stan Stan welcomed him. What do you do, Greg? He goes, "Um, I bat, bat, bat. Well, you're three times better than this lot. (laughs) (laughs) We're probably going to have to wrap this up, or it's going to be a feature length episode we've been recording for. (laughs) An hour and ten minutes. All right. Well, people have time. If you yeah, want to get, I'm getting bingo sorted, don't I? Okay. okay. So, do you remember that? Uh, just Paul, you knock off. Do you remember that um, barmaid that we had that uh, that year? She smelt like a cricket bat. No. Yeah, she was called Lindsay Doyle. <laughs> What's blue and doesn't wear out a lot? Go on. Light blue. <laughs> oh my god. Lindsay <laughs> <laughs> Doyle. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. All right. Cheers. 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 Bye. 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 Um, that was great fun. That was a good crack, that. So, what we'll probably do, wrap up for this week. Um, don't forget to tweet us if, you, uh, if you've got anything you want us to cover or if. Uh, likewise, you want to be on this, we'll probably be recording again next week. Um, so if you've got any suggestions, please just let us know. Hope from anyone else. Any topics? I don't know. If, if anyone's got any topics they won't cover in, then uh, give us a shout. Perfect. Yeah, we've all got plenty of time on our hands. So if you give us a, if you give us a topic, we can uh, deep dive and uh, have a look at it and research. Okay, up. Until next time. Mm-hmm. Send more house to save the house.